Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at UH1.com. This is Ella Darling, and you're listening to Why Are People Into That by Tina Horn. Welcome to the 37th episode of Why Are People Into That? The podcast that just wants your extra time and your kiss. This is a very special episode about a very special subject, sexting. As you doubtlessly know, because I won't let you forget it, I put out a book this year about the ethics and etiquette of sexting. I knew I wanted to do an episode of the podcast about this subject, so I brought on Alana Massey. Alana is a journalist who has written countless brilliant, funny essays on selfies and online dating and pop culture, so I knew she would bring some fresh attitude to the conversation. In honor of this episode, if you sign up for my Patreon for $5 a month or more, I will send you a free, personalized, signed copy of my book. Sexting, the grown-up's guide to getting dirty digitally. That's patreon.com slash Tina Horn. So, I'm finally home in New York City after a lot of traveling, and I'm looking forward to settling into summer in the greatest city in the world, May 12th, I'm teaching my Digital Dirty Talk class at Please in Park Slope. And on June 29th, I'm doing a special Pride version of my Dirty Talk class, Queering Dirty Talk, at the Pleasure Chest in the Upper East Side. Come hang out in person and get nasty with me. So, do your thumb exercises and get that perfect selfie angle as we explore why are people into sexting. Hi, Alana. Hello, Tina. How are you? Um, thanks, for, thanks for having me over so that we could record this show. It is my utmost pleasure to welcome people into my home for the purpose of... Uh, such encounters. I love your emoji pillow. Thank you. Uh, that was the first. It, it's really cheesy. It was the first gift my boyfriend ever gave me, which is like it was like three weeks ago because he's a very new boyfriend. But I, I'm like, this is the only thing that I ever actually wanted, um, and it's my favorite emoji. Oh, so, will, will you describe this? Your favorite emoji? It's oh, very yes. relevant to what we're going to talk about it today. It is a. Um, it's the heart eyes emoji. So a big yellow circle with two big red hearts for eyes, which is the appropriate response to almost all um, sexts that I send, <laughs> at least. But, you know, 
Not everyone's a straight-A student in that regard. No, that's true. Um, but it's the gold star of emojis it when really, it comes to sexting. Yeah, I, t- I totally agree. It's better than the thumbs up, for sure. Oh, the thumbs up is like... Uh, that's like, like what you, you sent your mom. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it appears you have tried. <laughs> like, oh. It's a little condescending, right? It's yeah. like, good job. <laughs> Yeah, if I got that, I would never speak to someone again. Or, or sex them again? No, certainly. I might sex them and then block them. Be like, this is what you'll never see again. <laughs> Get a load of it because it's going away. Um, so, Alana, you're a journalist. I am a, I am a journalist. Um, a very serious journalist. <laughs> I can tell. Um, and uh, you, uh, I've, I've been reading your column in New York Magazine that you were just saying you have a deadline for, so thanks for <laughs> taking time out of your, your uh, deadline to be my, distracted, to procrastinate pleasure. with me. Um, and, uh, but you've also written uh, stuff that's been all over, like The Atlantic and The Guardian and... Jezebel and like everywhere, everywhere cool. To I, I throw a spaghetti at the wall and hope everything sticks everywhere. So cool. that's cool. And I keep doing it. So yeah. And you have a book coming out this year? Um, it comes out in early 2017. It's okay. called All the Lives I Want, and I have to finish edits for it this week, but uh, the book is written. It, it's a collection of essays, right? It is. It's about. Uh, Celebrities, pop culture, women, mythologies of incompleteness, but in a fun, super engaging way, I like to think. Awesome. Um, Those are all, like, my favorite subjects that aren't specifically about sex. So <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of overlap in our in our interests. You know, a lot of your pieces are, are about sex and relationships and also technology, um, but, like, celebrity and feminism and culture and that, yeah. that kind of thing. There's all sorts of things going on in my I, I I call myself somewhat jokingly a feelings journalist because I just write about the things I have feelings about and then right. sort of investigate them but acknowledge the, like the germination point which was like my interest or feeling about it so I I uh, cover a lot of stuff but the uh, most consistent thing that really comes up in the work is the sort of intersection of um, relationships identity technology and how you know and sex is an inevitable part of that, so. I think so. That's how it, uh, that's how I landed uh, some of the, you know, things that I have written that are more uh, solutious <laughs> as they, as they uh, you know, end up in that sort of ecosystem of, of topics that I cover, yeah. Well, uh, so one of your pieces, one of those pieces in particular that um, uh, is part of the reason that I've asked you here today, and by asked you here, I mean asked myself here, um, is, uh, was this piece that, that, uh, was on the, the cut, um, about, uh, why you always put, maybe not always, but you, you tend to put your face in your naked selfies that you send people, or your sexual selfies that you, Correct. that you sexed to um, people. I am a firm and adamant believer in the, um, in the sexed dump, in the sense of, like, you're not just going to get one picture of me. Like, I am going to, if I'm going to get naked and look hot, like, you are getting several angles. You are getting, like, several body parts. You are definitely going to get my face at some point um, because that is the, um, you know, that's the person that you're sexting with. Like, you are not Mm. sexting with boobs. You're not sexting with my butt. You're not like, sexting with things. an artificial intelligence that is like <laughs> yeah. a composite of stock <laughs> photos, right? It's like the, you know, the thing that's supposed to be so hot, to me at least, about sexting is like 
this is, you know, personalized smut from a person with whom I either think I want to have sex or have already had sex and want to again, um, to whom I'm attracted and who better be attracted to me. And so sort of throwing my face in there is like, just so you know, this is like me. I'm the one doing this. Like, you can't sort of shuffle it into like a, you know, your like spank bank of like, you know, great asses that have been sent to me and it can't Mm. sort of get filed away with, I mean, it's not like people have files for these things, I would hope. Um, I mean, you know what? I think highly organized. I think people have files. Yeah. I I actually think that people... That are like labeled? I think that people should have files because I think that people should... I think that's if people are, and we'll get into this, but I think that if people are concerned about their privacy, mm-hmm. I think that keeping things highly organized and compartmentalized is a is a good way of doing that because then you know where your like volatile material yeah. is at. But I'm also a Virgo, so I'm like, make a folder for it. <laughs> oh, is that something Virgos do? I yeah, didn't know that. Organized compartmentalizing. So oh, okay. Yeah. So I can't, I can't make everyone a Virgo, but I can, <laughs> can give them that advice. That would be so convenient, though, if all the babies were just born in one month of the year and everyone just got it over with in, like, one screaming fit and you only had to remember birthdays because there were, like, ten a day. Oh, my God. That's a great idea. It was just, like, a party month. It was like, oh, this is the month the people were born. The rest of the year, we just party in other ways. <laughs> in any case. I know, that, that would be a sad month for Jehovah's Witnesses, though. <laughs> Yeah. It's rubbing in their faces. Um, but, okay, so so this article, which I highly recommend that people read, it's available online, um, uh, and your website is... Uh, AlanaKM.com. AlanaKM.com. Um, this is a special episode because we're going to talk about why are people into sexting. We've already sort of dived, dove, in, dove into it, dived into it. Um, but... Um, I just wrote a book about sexting, uh, the ethics and etiquette of sexting, and I so I knew it, uh, it was time to do an episode about it. But I thought I felt like it would be like tacky to interview myself. <laughs> um, so I'm just your stand-in. I'm your pawn. <laughs> well, you're that's great. You are you're uh, in a way, um, uh, <laughs> but mo- more moreover, I I wanted I thought it would be more interesting to bring in. Like, if people want to know what I think about sexting, they can buy my book, exactly. right? So so I wanted to bring in somebody who's who seemed to also have their own really interesting dynamic ideas about sexting. And when I read that piece and some of your other pieces, including your piece also about... Um, Dick videos. Yes, yes. <laughs> and first dates and how we should, like, start just, like, saying no to, like, bad first dates. Because yep. online dating is definitely also part of the book and part of sexting, I think. And, uh... I just I started to read your stuff, and I was like, yes, she's the one. <laughs> the one we've been waiting for. Uh, and so... Sexting is a big part of my life. Yeah. So, and then when I wrote you and asked you if you would do the show, you said, oh, well, sexting is, I consider my greatest art form, or something, something along those lines, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. I think that, like, sexting well um, is something that takes skill, and um, both in the sense of... This is another thing that I'm very interested in, that some people consider sexting any sexual content, content, Mm. and some people only consider it a sext if it's an image, and I consider it a combination of those things. Like, if I'm, like, having what used to be called cyber sex, where it was happening in a chat I'm so glad you brought up that word, cyber sex. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, it was, you know, like, 
chit-chatting, you know, started out with ASL. That's age, sex, location for you younger folks. Um, AOL, ASL. <laughs> yeah, it was like... Uh, um, so some people like really only think like it's a sext if it's a picture, and I think mm. it includes like smutty talk. I completely agree. I, I think, I mean, my definition of sexting completely incorporates language and image, and also video. Like I think that Skype, like putting on Skype shows uh, for someone with someone, I would include as sexting. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but in my mind, there's. I'm curious what you think about this. I think that there's two main kinds of sexting. There's flirting, sexting, and foreplay sexting. So, like, flirting, sexting is, like, the equivalent of, like, like a come-hither look or, like, a, you know, like, kissing someone's neck. Like, do you want to come over right now? Like, I'm hot for you and I want you to come over right now. And then, like, foreplay sexting is, like, the equivalent of, like, a vibrator on your clit. It's, like, using digital messaging to basically, like, as a, like a sex toy from the big sex organ between your ears. Mm-hmm. Like, so like that's the kind of sexing that you might like that might be intended to be like masturbated to. Right. I think I only really participate in the latter. Mm. I think that if, um, I can't think of many times I would use like a come hither stare or like a non, like, like I just like go straight into it. Like I am, also really into the etiquette of um, saying, like, hey, can I send you something right now? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, because sometimes people, like, I've, you know, sort of, like, uh, ambush sexted, and they're like, oh, I work, like, my phone's up, and, like, I don't want my coworker to see you. Um, totally, I and completely I'm like, well, agree well, with I that. do, like, kind of. <laughs> but do, and don't you think that, like, those initial messages First of all, is the digital, the virtual equivalent of establishing consent and establishing enthusiastic consent, but also can be a part, just as good IRL communication can both establish consent and be sexy. Like those kinds of like leading up, like, would you like to see this? Can I send you this right now? Is like part of the anticipation and part of the foreplay and the buildup? Yeah. Um, it is, and it's fun to make it, like, a little bit, um, like, I am very, like, into making it, like, fun, mm. and, uh, what like, a concept. and, like, uh, like, making it very, like, much me, which is another part of, sort of, like, this is, like, my particular way of doing these things, and, like, this is how we're gonna sex, where I will say, like, hey, I'm naked, I took really hot pictures of myself, I want to send them to you, can I send them to you right now? <laughs> <laughs> just this, like, really verbose, sort of obnoxious, unsexy thing. Um, uh, and I, know, that I sexy. you know, have, like, rarely, uh, you know, gotten a no reply because it's usually people with whom I would, I would send that in the context of someone that, you know, knows me well enough to know that I'm not actually being neurotic. I'm just, like, being sort of ridiculous um, mm. and silly and the, they know that I already take these pictures because um, I probably already sent them like while they were sitting next to me um <laughs> but that it, it's funny because so many of the guys that I continue to do that to or like that I continued to do that to um would be like you can always send them like I gave you carte blanche for all like perpetuity to do this and I'm like no but actually you don't like no. I don't like I'm not gonna take that as like you know, actual permission, because, like, 
you know, like, our relationship will change. Like, our dynamic will change. Like, you will be at dinner with your mom at some point, yeah. and you will regret having said that. So, like, I would keep doing it, but, like, make it maybe... Um, you know, I would adapt it to what they were interested in because I also think that, like, sexting that's just sort of masturbatory, like, for one person and not the other uh, is yes. really, um, it's so transparent that you're, like, that the other person is, like, checked out and just trying to, like, bait words out of you and images out of you and you're like, no, 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 like, this is not what we're doing. Um, so. So in your mind, the an ideal sexting session is involves like a volleying back and forth. Yeah. Like reading the temperature of what someone else is saying and you know, the things that they are hinting at or are clearly, um, you know, interested in from either experience or um, just sort of like an intuition about like having had an interaction with them. If you have had one, um, because sometimes there will just be, be this sort of, like, deus ex machina, like, <laughs> oh, and now I put it in your butt. I'm like, whoa, 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 hold the phone. Like, like, like that's not where we were going with this. Like, so, why would I have done this thing if that was what I was expecting or, like, leading up to? So in the sort of, like, choose your own adventure back and forth of sexting, you want it to have to be based in sort of the same you want to you want to see the same like instinct and nuance and creativity and care and attention that you would in IRL sex absolutely and if it's not a session per se and is more a a sort of gift dispatch of mm-hmm. sorts where mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. someone's you know out and about and you're just sort of making their day exciting by sending pictures or you know a note that's sort of suggestive or even in the case of more explicit stuff, just very explicit, um, but like a one, like a single sort of dispatch Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. because it's not, they're either unavailable or, you know, not up for it. Mm -hmm. Um, That in those cases, I think... Um, like, it can still be, you still have an opportunity if you're, like, on the receiving end of that to not just be, like, hot. Like, you can be interactive with, like, the particulars of the images or a reply that is, you know, acknowledges the words that were in, that, that acknowledges the art that went into the the dispatch of, like, oh, yeah, that would be hot, or, you know, like, I can't wait for this thing and also this other thing. Like, I will add to the story as opposed to just being, like, such a boner. Like, I'm so hot. Like, I'm like, I know. Like, <laughs> that's, that's, the th- that's the thumbs up kind of reply mm. text that mm. I don't send a thumbs up to because I'm, I'm a good, decent person. But uh, <laughs> I was, I'm like, come on. Like, you are literally phoning this in. And just because you're on your phone doesn't mean that you should be phoning this in. <laughs> So have you, okay, okay, so I want to back up. What, what is hot about sexting to you? Um, to me, it's a combination of knowing the, you know, power to turn someone on who you're not even in the same room with. Yeah. That just by, you know, sort of 
you know, t teleporting yourself via this sort of avatar you sent into the world or these words that sort of came, you know, alongside your name. And like maybe if somebody has like an image right next to it on, on your contact, like yeah. that that is as powerful or has power um, in addition to being physically present and available to actually have sex with someone or engage with them, you know, in, in a sexual way. Um, and like knowing that you can sort of stop someone in their tracks, that you can change the trajectory of their day, you can change their mood from far away, and that it is in a, you know, erotically charged way, feels really good. And so that's the sort of, you know, selfish narcissistic impulse to do it. But it's also, um, particularly if you really care about the person that you're sexting with, you know, sexual enjoyment and their pleasure and, you know, either, you know, depending on the romantic context or lack thereof, um, you know, knowing, like, letting them know that they have done the same to you, that there mm. has been an impetus to engage with them, and that if they are being, if they are replying with it, um, you know, that that is a way of, of signaling to that person um, that they have that power from far away, too, that you do, like, crave them and desire them, and that they don't have to be present sort of getting you off or helping you get off like in person for them to be sort of residually in your mind and um be like in your thoughts and in your um in your masturbation kit really like because mm. that's what sort of it tells them it's that like you are you know starring in my personal you know like you know porn collection um yeah like both in your own mind and if they're sending images as well um that like you have elevated them to a a status that is like something a little bit special and something a little bit different and even if that's not true because you are a sexting maniac and do it constantly and without regard and are cavalier like some for example <laughs> You know, yeah, I, was, I was like trying to look for the word for like, you know, hypothetically uh -huh, uh -huh. Um, that it's still um, it still feels special. Like even if, if you are a cavalier sexter, um, it can feel, you know, is special and enthralling and you feel seen and great. And yeah, anyway. <laughs> um no absolutely I agree with everything you just said um I'm wondering if so how do you start sexting with people before you have had sex with them IRL um I I do I have um and I have not there are people whom I've had really you know, I mean, I've only, I am a very new to sexting person in terms oh. of images, actually. Um, so I didn't send my first, like, actually naked selfie until I was 29. And I'm 30. And so I've definitely done the sort of, like, you know, text analog version of, like, you know, and now I'm doing this and now I'm doing this mm. um, for years. And, um, but it, like, in the past two years, um of sexting have done it you know uh, as early as like the first text conversation with someone I met on an app mm -hmm. um to as late as like 
that's not really their thing. We're not going to do this because, like, it doesn't necessarily turn them on. Um, and really find that um, I like I like doing it early because it uh, I don't know why I mean, maybe I just love the um, the uh, well just getting over that part makes it more intimate when to me uh, when you do meet the person or have it makes it something more exciting what do you look for in a good sexing partner um i think it's this um combination of reciprocity and um and the sort of attendant caution that i think is required of um like anyone engaging with like material that is you know highly sensitive and is weaponized against women in a way that Mm. um is you know really unfortunate and that i have sort of like you know given a middle finger to in the sense that uh i am not as concerned about it but i also have you know the extraordinary privilege of not being in a job or industry where the existence of my naked pictures would compromise yeah. my job or yeah. my custody or, you know, yeah. my relationships. Um, and so when the people who, with whom I sexed are into the photos, like, I like having it reciprocated and that sort of um, says, like, oh, like, we're both doing this. Like, it's sort of like, yeah. um, that's reassuring. You're both making yourself vulnerable. Exactly. And um, then there's other people um I mean that well that's like the the prime that's a main component and like their responsiveness is not just like that's hot tell me more it's like oh like and then I'm gonna do this even if they're not using like images um Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and uh then this the, the caution that I look for or maybe I just really like it when I when I see it happen um is I've had people I was sexting with say like, hey, can you send me that one again? I delete them all. Interesting. And I was like, what do you mean you delete them all? Like, <laughs> those belo- like those will be worth millions one day. Um, and I got really incredulous. But he was like, oh, I didn't think that you would want me to keep that on my phone. Uh, but I did, you know, I erased it. And so um, the thing, I don't know if other brands have this, but iPhones have that details button oh. on their face. So you can look to any text conversation. Like, I could look at a text conversation I have with, like, my boyfriend or, like, a friend and press this button called Details, and all of the media we've ever exchanged is in it. And so, like... It's, like, in the cloud. Yeah. So even if you delete it off your phone? Um, No, if you delete it, I think if you would delete it, you have to delete it from the text conversation, maybe, to eliminate it. Okay. But um, that little option is great because I, I can't believe I didn't even know that, that because it sense. doesn't requ- yeah it's great because it doesn't require you to like hit save and have it be in your camera roll oh, it's like you can go tip. to a conversation and be like I don't want to scroll back two months but you know like I think there was this great picture and then you can like pull it up it's kind of like how on Twitter you can click media and you can just see yeah it's like pictures. yeah it's like that it's okay. um it's really helpful this is terrible, but uh, when I was dating multiple people, I would not remember which, like, 
sexy pictures I had like sent them already. I was like, did I send that to him and also him? Or did I only send that to like my girlfriends? Um, like, has, has, has this person seen this basically? And I would scroll through that section and be like, okay, so this is our most recent sexting history. Like I'm not going to recycle this one because (laughs) it's already there. Um, I forgot how we got to that, but I was going to say another hot tip. <laughs> oh, please. If you are recycling them and people want to know that people want to like know if you're like taking these like fresh, fresh sessions uh-huh. um, <laughs> is uh, if you have the image that you, you know, like it's what February now, but I have a great one from December or something, you know, you can screenshot it mm. and then like make sure like, you know, like, edit out whatever's, like, on the screen alongside it if it's not just the image. Uh-huh. And then the timestamp on it is from whenever you screenshot it, as opposed to, like, it's oh, this is taken in December. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to say, hey, look at this picture I just took. Right. But, like, if other people are sort of investigating the specs and being like, hey, I think I've seen this one, mm-hmm. you know, like... Because I've also had, I've had people say that when I've been very vigilant about not sending the same ones over and over again. Yeah. Um, I'm like, no, you're thinking of this one. And I'll like send the thing that they think it was. And I'm like, all right, like note to self, vary your, you know, front pictures with this person. Like, because they are like, oh, I already see, seen this one, like where you're laying down. I'm like, yeah, but like, it's a little bit different. The lighting is different. And the filter is different. And like, how could you not recognize the originality here? Um, but like, I have found that far more, I mean, maybe it's because I, you know, men are the primary recipients who it's based more around like desire than sort of just sort of like mutual exchange when I'm sending naked pictures. Right. Like with like friends, it's like, oh, look, you're hot. I love you. And not like, I I am attracted to you. So I wanted to ask you about that. Um, I... I love uh, sexting with my friends, and I love like both sending pictures and also like just you know doing the same sort of like choose your own adventure erotica um, with my friends that I don't necessarily have sex with. Yeah, and um, I I think it's I mean I didn't even really realize that I was doing it or that that it was like a thing until I started writing my book, and I was like, oh, I guess not everyone has this kind of relationship with. Their friends, um, right? <laughs> uh, and um, but I think first of all, sort of doing the sexting equivalent of masturbation in the same way that masturbation makes you better at sex, and just is like more empowering. It leads to more empowering, fulfilling sex life. Like I think that practicing your sexting and like taking pictures when you're not necessarily like scrambling and being like, oh, this person is waiting for the picture, but like doing it when you're feeling yourself, you know? Yeah. And then also sending it to your friends and, like, getting, like, the approval and attention and validation that sometimes is what we're looking for, frankly, from dating and romance from your friends who were, for whom, like, the stakes and of the intimacy are different, I think it's, I mean, it's, like, one of my favorite hobbies. Yeah. It sounds like you do that, too, though. Yeah. Um, my uh, friend, who is also named Alana, Alana Levinson, wrote a story about this about, um, like, I don't know if it was if it was her term. Or, I think it's her term, but she coined, maybe, I don't know, frexting. Oh, a lot of it was on Medium, it. right? Yeah. It's, yeah. She's a, I totally read that. Yeah. Um, Did she also write that piece that was all in sexts? Yes. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. She's the... Um, 
And she's an excellent texter, sexter, and frexter. Um, <laughs> and, like, you know, is someone who, I mean, I'm in, I'm quoted in that story. It's not a, you know, secret that I have sexed, frexted Alana. Um, which is also just like, I'm like, God, my narcissism goes so deep. I, like, my primary frexting partner has my name. Um like, oh, yeah, Alana, that's great. Yeah, Alana, that's great. Um, <laughs> it's very homo. But... Um, <laughs> In a friendly way. A friendly exactly. Way. And, uh, you know, it's one of these things where sometimes you are, like you said, you're just sort of, like, feeling yourself and, like, you want to share it with someone, but you don't necessarily have either the time or the inclination or the current lineup in your phone of people to whom you might want to send that. Because I've also run into the issue of, like, I'll send, uh, like, photos and things and talk about thinking about someone, and then they're like, oh, really? I can come over now. And I'm like, no, 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 like, that's not what I want. Like, that's not what I'm looking for. And it's all often taken as an invitation, and that sort of is taken out of play if it's just your friend. Like, the stakes are lower, but mm. it's also, like... um. I don't know. I think that there is something really, I I mean, like, I get really sentimental about friendship and how it's, like, you can often, like, be feeling, like, sexy, but not necessarily feeling, like, your best or your most Mm. desirable because you aren't necessarily with someone. And that is the times at which I want to be sending, like, frexts. And, like, I want someone to be acknowledging this, but I don't, like, currently have anyone. And that was, like... Uh, time that frexting really sort of came through for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like being like, you guys know that I'm sexy and pretty and, you know, would look great to have sex with if you were with me naked. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, fuck of course! <laughs> like, and so... That's what friends are for. Yeah. That's what frexts are for. That's, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's also interesting to me to see how other people do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because... Um, I have, like, learned, like, oh, I have never considered that pose or that angle. Right. Or, like, I would never wear that. Or, ooh, I should wear that. Um, Well, you also get to experience what it's like to be the object of that gaze, right? So, like, if, if, if your friend sends you a, like, a naked selfie where they are staring at the camera and you get that and you're not necessarily, like, sexually attracted to your friend... Um, but you get that, that jolt of energy still, I think, of the eye contact and, like, what it feels like to receive a message like that. So then you have more, con- more context and more understanding of what you're creating or what you're inventing when you take the sex and send it to someone. Absolutely. Or what you're looking for, because if somebody is not giving you what you're hoping to get, then that's not somebody who deserves your sex. Right. Or your IRL sex. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, it's interesting because I think, uh, I, of, of selfies in general, of course, um, it is so, um, I think it's interesting that like selfies of faces are so, um, feminine coded so and true. images that are sexual are people think dick pics think people That's think exclusively of like you know hetero cis men and also to some extent they think of like 
perverted gay men who are always sending pictures of their dick and like this sort of that's like, all they care about yeah like and it's that I have found um at least in my experience maybe it's the people to whom I'm attracted and like this isn't indicative but like far more caution in my experience comes from men I've dated than from women who I know are willing to send these images um because maybe because like you know like I know lots of guys who are very reticent about like sending a dick pic because they're like why why would you want that like guy because there is this sort of like very strong narrative of like who wants to see that ew and it's like I do yeah like when I ask for it like I definitely want it like I wouldn't ask for it like so we could you know like so it could humiliate you like I asked for it because I want to either know what it looks like because I haven't seen it or because, like, it is something, like, intimate that we could, like, share with each other. dicks turn you on. Exactly. Like, people don't, like, the idea of, like, a, you know, and it, like, also turns me on, like, if they're thinking about me and getting turned on. Yeah, and also you, you know that you are asking them to do, to perform an exhibitionist uh, action, right? <laughs> <laughs> Movement uh, to create something that taps into their exhibitionism. So, so you, it's exciting to ask. To, it's exciting to like see, for example, a hard dick. Be like that dick is hard because I asked to see it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like, like you were saying, like you know that you're physically affecting that person. From whether you're like in another borough or on another continent, like you're physically affecting that person in a positive way. Yeah, and that they that they're willing to do it is another yeah. turn on. Like I would never pressure someone to send me pictures that they are just not willing to take. But the idea that like someone would be like, well. I was doing something else, but, like, for you, I will, like, make this little pornographic image or, like, this video or something that feels um, specific and it feels personal yeah. that, um, that you know, makes you feel good. And especially if it's someone who, um, you know, is not as cavalier because you know that... Um, I think that, you know, brings it a level of intimacy if it's someone who is not a big time sexter, but would be willing to explore. Like some people will, uh, I've had guys just sort of like send a picture of the fact that they're like hard in their pants, you mm. know? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like, sweatpants. <laughs> love a sweatpants boner. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's, you know, like that's great. That's, if that's the place that you're willing to go, um then like see how that feels try it on for size and like if you enjoy it like maybe go to the next level especially as someone who didn't send a naked sex for many years I I get it like I was terrified of like having them go other places I wasn't very um in you know I wasn't a fan of my own body I was you know scared of of them being sort of weaponized and Mm. um I totally understand that that fear and think that it's a valid one. Um, so what changed for you? Well, I basically, at the end of a really 
sort of horrible <laughs> relationship was like, thank God he has no naked pictures of me. He has right. like sort of bikini pictures and they like have like the bottom half of my mouth and then sort of like nothing else. Yeah. And I was like, that's horrifying that like that was that that I was scared of that because it was like, how is this person going to try to ruin my life in ways that they're not currently because he was trying to ruin my life in a number of other ways by, like, right. you know, saying, uh, like, you know, horrible things about me. And it was just the, the total profile of one of these guys you hear about who goes to, like, a revenge porn site. Right. But then I was thinking about it. And one of the things that is, uh, that I that I wrote about in this naked selfie piece was I used to be a stripper. And, like, the clubs we worked at would have, um, like, oh, like, you get to pay lower house fees tonight if you take promo pictures. Hmm. And so it would be, like, they were having a party with, like, a, like a liquor company and, like, sponsoring it and, like, holding it in, like, your outfit. And then I was, like, there's also tons of security footage of me, like, definitely without my clothes on. There's also definitely men who have been caught in strip clubs that I've worked at oh, yeah. taking pictures. Oh, yeah. And those are just the ones that got caught. And, like, who knows who has these pictures of me? And so yeah. the decision to start sending them myself was about mm. like oh like if someone's going to have a naked image of me then um it should be evident to me that I was the person who took it who commissioned it who yeah. was in charge of its creation and who was in charge of its original distribution and if you release something like that it's like dude that girl took that of herself like like like, you had a hot girl taking pictures of herself naked, and, like, your response is, like, I didn't put this on the internet because she's a bitch. It's, like, well, you just look pathetic. Like, those those places are just pathetic. And, again, like, totally. I don't have a lot at stake because I'm, like, these images already exist of me. Right. If someone has the desire to ruin my life with them, I'm, like... Well, if you think that's bad, you'd love to see my collection. Like, I would imagine just going scorched earth on myself. Um, because I also have this, I had this thing where, like, they're on the top of cabs, there's, like, uh, you know, like, strip clubs, yes. like, advertised. And there's, like, very, to me, iconic women on them whose, like, faces I recognize. And I sometimes think, like... Alana, if you ever get famous and your old job like puts two and two together about who you are, they're gonna dig up those pictures and make you the face of the club <laughs> on the top of the cabs. Which is partly just my delusions of grandeur that like anyone would that one, I would be famous enough that like it would be profitable for them to make me the face of the club on these ads. But also that like <laughs> like I mean, I've just done so many worst case scenarios and so much like fear around the images. Yeah. That I'm like, I'm done. Like if you know, like if that's what if like the most terrifying and controversial thing that someone can conjure up about me is that I'm naked under my clothes mm. is like then they've lost. Like you know, like, there is, like, nothing more, like, shocking and simultaneously obvious about, like, the worst thing a woman could be is naked. But the only thing women are is naked to so many people, like, in, like, how they approach what, like, it is to, um... What we're worth. Yeah, and, like, live in, like, certain, like, what it means to, like, live in certain bodies and to, like, occupy space in a certain way and that like if like 
it says so much more about them than it does mm. about me <laughs> that um, that anyone would ever seek to use such things for, for harm rather than for pleasure and for good. Um, but I don't know. So I, I uh, no, God, uh, I just agree. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Snap, snap, snap to, every, to everything that you're saying. This is part, you are my proxy. This is great. Um, <laughs> um, I, so I too have. Have, there are there are also naked pictures of me on the internet, um, and um, oh yes, and um, uh, and so my approach also to the culture of fear around uh, revenge porn, the fappening where you know celebrity nudes uh, have been hacked and leaked, um, uh, you know even the sort of like. 90s era scandals where like the worst thing that could happen to an actress was like the nude modeling that she did when she was desperate and up and coming that the tabloids have you know these pictures of them um uh, so i see all of that fear mongering from a little bit of, of a remove um because uh been there done that um although at the same time because i sold the rights to naked images of me, I take that much more umbrage at seeing them used in ways that I didn't agree to. Although, Mm -hmm. like, it's inevitable. All you have to do is take a screenshot or print them out or whatever. Um, But I'm wondering... So I guess I'm... So I'm interested in seeing the ways that more and more people are naked are t- are taking naked pictures of themselves and sending them and then they're ending up being replicated and stored somewhere and i'm wondering do you think that the fear and hypocrisy about naked pictures of people will lessen as we get closer and closer to the point where everyone is naked on the internet or like what i like to call the horse singularity I- <laughs> I really do think that sort of flooding the internet Mm. with this material and just sort of flooding the world with it is a is a net positive for um, not just like oh look we're like you know all sexual and it's fine but in this way that is very important to um, neutralizing the harm that mm. these kind of images used to do to people. Right. Because, and that they continue to do to people because, um, like, I you, have, Yeah, you said, I mean, people can lose their jobs. Lose their lose kids. Lose their kids. Yeah. Like, yeah. The like, worst things that could... It, like you were saying, having taken a naked picture of yourself, but especially having the nerve to be paid for it, can be weaponized against you... Absolutely. ...at any point. And... That it, like, and that the people who are, that sort of, I think, 
I think that one of my desires is my, my, my desire is so much less um, in terms of like the sort of like the politics of like these images and like these things, these sort of like texts even is um, less about like my personal like sexual like audacity and my cavalierness like being re- requiring sort of like um, any sort of validation. It, it's just like this idea that. I mean, it's very easy for me to be like, cool, you put it on the internet, like, fuck you. Yeah. Um, and, like, like, I have that reaction to those people, but there are people who have the reaction to me, which is, like, you are the gross one for having done this, and, like, that's right. how these employers react, that's how these courts react, and I'm like, someone is using like is is taking what is copyrighted material under the DMCA, the mm. Digital Millennium Copyright Act. If you take a picture of yourself, you own the rights to it. Oh, fascinating. Um, then they're taking copyrighted material, distributing it without consent, mm. and it's like if someone like the jig is up. If you have a kid, and you know, like if you have given birth to a child. It, like, the jig is up, like, you had sex. Mm. Everyone knows you had sex. Right. Like, they're not thinking about it that way, but, like, we are all people, for, you know, we, not all, but, like, we are largely adults who have had sex, who have, you know, nakedness under their clothing, and that, like, any employer or judge or, you know, community and social norms that would say, like, you know what's gross? The person who took the picture... And not the one who displayed yeah, (laughs) that sort of you know took it and then distributed it for for harm, especially when it was originally sent for that person's pleasure, was possibly originally sort of commissioned by that person or that partner. Like I've known of people who were like, I didn't want to take these selfies, but then like my boyfriend wanted me to, Mm. Um, and I feel like that kind of. That is, like, a person who I would be more scared of, like, distributing them, like, after a breakup than I would be um, if they hadn't been coerced. And that for people to weaponize those things that used to be, you know, instruments of arousal and, like, intimacy and are used as, like, you know, this really sort of, like, violent, ugly thing... um, Those are the people who are the fucking, you know like, morally vacant fools of our society, not the girl who took a naked picture of herself. Um, and it's not exclusively that. gendered that way, but that, you know, that is so much of the narrative of, like, oh, what an idiot. Doesn't she know the internet exists? It's like, yeah, the internet exists, and, like, all of us are all over it. And I think that as more... I, I think that it will reach a critical mass so large that it will be, um, like, we'll have no choice but to be like, who cares? I hope so. Yeah, I, like, because I, I just can't see it lasting. Um, I mean, maybe that's me being just hopeful and foolish, but I, I just, I'm so repulsed by the idea that anyone would, you know, take a sort of, like, a look at someone who took that picture as, like, unethical. It's, like, you think they're, like, I mean, it, it's, set, like, the, the hypocrisy and the, like, sort of, like, 
prudishness, but also just idiocy of that is so... Yeah. Like, really? Are you that obtuse? Like, are you that boring? Well, like, I mean, are you that, like, unaware of the world you live in? Even if you're not, like, you know, a, you know, a sexually active person or, a, you know, person who is drawn to these images, it's like, do you not know about the world that you're in? Do you think that it has something to do with something else that you said earlier about the way that we feminize the idea of the selfie? Because, of course, when it comes to vanity women are put in a double bind, right? Like women are expected to um, be appealing uh, and to present themselves in a certain way, but then are uh, uh, also judged for being vain. Judge, I mean, like, look at how we talk about Kim Kardashian, right? We're like fascinated by her and we like want her to be this like beautiful sex object. And then when she actually like, takes the camera and takes all of these selfies and then releases a book that is a collection of selfies where everybody's just like, oh, she's the scourge of the earth and she's such a narcissist and how dare she, but, you know, clearly we have, like, a a complicated relationship to that. So So do you feel like that has something to do with the hypocrisy of the way that we judge women for actually having the agency to take a picture of themselves and say, I'm sexy and I know it and I'm going (laughs) to share that with someone. And then they like women need to be punished for their subjectivity in that way. Absolutely. Rachel Syme wrote that 10,000 word uh, essay also on a mediums matter publication called selfie and it was a 10,000 word sort of like it was like everything I've ever like wanted to think about and like talk about regarding selfies but like didn't have the words for um about that very phenomenon of you know the sort of like um how dare you like be I'm, I'm not quoting directly but like how dare you like gaze at yourself at the way in the way like we're supposed to right um even though it is like this like you know that but like but gaze at yourself in order that it can be um like in the um sort of interest of putting it out in the world you know like like the guy who runs one of the biggest uh revenge porn sites tried to make the argument that all nude selfies are taken as gifts and so they belong to the recipient Oof. and that was his, I'm not, oh, what, what is his name? But um, he said, like, oh, well, because all these pictures are taken for someone else. Um, and I know we're talking about sexting, but, like, it's like, no, like, I have a huge, you know, sort of, like, dormant graveyard of selfies, both <laughs> naked and not naked, that I have never given to anyone, I've never put on the internet, that just sort of exists for me. Um, which is, you know that go sort of uh, sort of unspoken about because this idea is like I only do it for the purpose of sharing it and like getting compliments for it like being validated as opposed to this thing that um Rachel talks about which is like making a document of yourself like that is like it is sort of like the you know proving you exist in the world um that can be as meaningful as like writing a diary entry it's like this is what I looked like on this part of my life like this is a a, you know, self-documenting experience. And if that's sexual, when you're feeling yourself and not necessarily, yeah. like, sending it out to someone, um, 
you know, that's a, that's a valid experience and that can be a powerful experience. Um, and that, um, I think women are punished for it in, um, this very sort of gendered way, but, but that, but men too, like, I think that more male selfies would be a net good because, um, uh, that story, uh, I don't know if I'm gonna, uh, it was a, what was the story about where I read this? Oh, um, Faraya Razan, I've only seen her name written, I've never heard it said, so I might be, like, saying it wrong, but she wrote a story about, um, Zayn Malik from One Direction, and it was about masculinity, and how, um, men are taught to, it said, like, men are taught to have big egos, but not to ever especially like themselves. Right. And that the the difference between, like, having an ego and, like, sort of being okay with who you are and Mm. liking the way you look and, like, being um, happy with it or wanting to document it is a very, are very different things. And that, like, more guys should just be, like, able to, you know, express the fact that they think about how they look and that they Mm. document how they look and that they are sometimes feeling great about how they look, but sometimes not feeling great about it. I feel like men are not socialized as often to be like, how is your body feeling in the world? How is it occupying space? Mm. What is it doing? Does it look good? Does it feel good? And that that men are thinking about these things, but not necessarily talking about them, and they're not having them talked about. So, like, guys who take selfies really are ridiculed in a lot of, like, ways. In a a way, it's like... But, like, dick pics are sort of unidentifiable, like, unless you know, you know, like, there's a tattoo or a really big mole. Like... (laughs) They're not, you know, easy to match up. Are there the the really excellent dick pics where they can actually position the dick in the foreground and the face in the background? That's <laughs> that's skills. That's skills. I mean, an artful dick pic is like a treasure to behold. But they're so good when they're good. Yeah, really um, good. So, <laughs> but so bad. I, I just I have for professionally looked at a lot of dick pics um and uh bad lighting on a on a dick pic in particular even more than than any other part of the human anatomy like bad lighting on a dick pic just really looks like sickly it's really yeah it's a very delicate body part to take a photo of yeah and so lighting is everything poorly and like yeah i've seen some i there's also it's also like it can turn out so bad, but it can also turn out so deceptively good. Like, <laughs> and, like, to me, that, that to me, is less like, oh, how, you know, how did you pull that one off? It's more like, well, that's great. You know exactly. Like, the, like the, the thing I was saying about, like, men aren't really, you know, like, tough to, like, you know, think about themselves in these mm. ways. It's like, oh, like, this person thought about the angle and the lighting and, mm. like, the positioning to maximize um, the like, what they consider the attractiveness of this photo in the same way that I do that with, like, the angle of my face, the filter I choose, like, Mm. the makeup and lighting that I choose, and that, like, you know, I don't know if, like, more gender equality looks like guys are torturing themselves thinking about this, too, or if it is sort of a leveling of, like, maybe we can both sort of, like, occupy the spaces that we do and think about it in ways that are sort of morally neutral, but, like, have, you know, a dimension of thoughtfulness to them that is not about, like, how bad or good 
you know, I look in, like, the world and, like, to social beauty standards, but, like, you know, how does physically occupying space and sexually occupying space and occupying, you know, space and a body in these ways, um, how does it feel? How does it make me want to, you know, have an experience, like, sending a sext, just taking a picture for yourself, just taking a picture, but only showing it to someone on your phone and not dispatching it, like, keeping yeah. ownership of it. Um, They're, like, little feedback loops, selfies. <laughs> yeah, and, like, but, like, the best kind of, usual. I mean, like, the ones you keep, I guess. Sometimes I take a selfie, and I'm like, what the hell? Who was that? Yeah. <laughs> um, which can be jarring, but can also be um, very instructive back about that sort of relationship that people have to occupying space where I'm like I didn't realize I looked this like I I you know will look um like thinner in a picture than I feel and I'm like okay like the picture is evidence that I don't that that you know signals to me like the thing that's happening this document exists outside of your body but you can only exist in your body and that's been really instructive where I'm like oh my gosh like I thought I looked this way mm-hmm. because I am living inside of it. But, like, taking it, making the sort of copy of yourself gives you a new set of eyes with which to look at it, um, which is unrelated to sexting, but it is related to body image, which is related back to sexting. It's, um, I think it's related to sexting also because we tend to get inside our heads when we are having sex. And one of the things that is nice about sending sexual pictures of yourself is that you can see things that you don't see like a camera is like a is like a third it it like makes it like a threesome you know (laughs) and you you can like be inside of the like threesomes pov yeah and like see things about your body or see things about sex that you can't see because of the limitations of your body yeah absolutely um and that can be like really powerful but then it's also like you can very quickly manipulate it as well Mm -hmm. like it's a very compromised third party because like you do have like like some amount of control over it and so I always am sort of wondering like have I like mastered the camera (laughs) like will it know like you know like will I have like reached you know like oneness will I get into the like you know like making it so that I could take 100% like great selfies and it's like no not even with that timer like you there's no way um but the but yeah that's definitely the like like you said showing you parts of yourself that you couldn't see I mean part of the fascination I guess with sexting is that it facilitates I mean there's still I think I mean it's relatively new technology oh yeah so in a way, part of the thrill is the thrill of the novelty, right? I mean, the idea that you can be, that you can make a, that you have a porn making machine in your pocket yeah. at every moment. Um, and again, like, this is something that I come to from a little bit of a remove because uh, I, I think not everyone, <laughs> I have been I like pick up something and I'm like how can I make porn out of this you know um (laughs) and so I like I've been 
been doing that, you know, since as long as I can remember. But I think that for a lot of people, like, the technology of smartphones and even the, like, video technology or Skyping or FaceTiming is, like, the first time that they imagine themselves like the idea that they could do a cam show for someone is maybe the first time that they actually realize that they could like put on a sexy like put on a masturbation show dance for someone naked even like be naked for someone like in front of a camera yeah um and for a lot of, I mean, I think that I think that that's great that more people. This is going back to the horror singularity idea. The fact that there are more people who are actually experiencing what it's like to be naked or sexual in front of a camera, for the camera for themselves, but also for the person who's going to see what is being documented. Right. Um, I think that that is a good thing. I would hope that people like sort of make the intellectual leap to. Have realized that they have more in common with horrors than they think that they did. Mm. Um, this is one of the ones really... where I'm like, where like, this goes like really far. <laughs> <laughs> it's I like my politics, um, where I think it's one of those things where, like, um, I think it would be a it would be good for there to be less of a sort of like ethical and moral dimension to the documentation of the images. I think that the biggest problem with that, with that, um, um, actually happening is that people believe that intent has so much more meaning than it does. Like, well, if this was like meant to, you know, you know, uh, make a boyfriend happy, well, that's much more ethical than, like, making, making a money. man horny with, for money. Yeah. Like, that you don't know. Um, but I, and I also fear the, um, uh, like, uh, over-appropriation of the sexual dimension of, like, porn and cam work and other forms of, like, erotic labor with, like, oh, yeah, like, we're all just being free and sexy, like, which takes away, like, that's, like, the I, I, I mean, like, this probably maybe, like, isn't relevant to, the, like, the sexting stuff, but it, I, I get, like, wait a minute, like, you don't get to use horror because you never did this. And, like Well, I completely agree with that. Yeah. Um, and I I also think that you're, you're right that the danger sometimes is that people are when people think that they can get it for free then they're like why should i have to ever pay? pay yeah why should you expect someone to pay i i had um i i talk about this a lot because it just was uh really stuck out in my mind but i had this really crazy experience of dating in new york city where i um uh I, like hooked up with this guy that i met on okay cupid once and then we would have these long sexting exchanges um, that I would think, and you mentioned this earlier about like things leading to sex, but like I would always be confused because I would be like, so this is foreplay for like me coming over. Like I could be there on my bike in 15 minutes. Right. And, uh, and it kept not leading to that. And then this one time he wanted to Skype and I, again, I, like, thought that... The, and we had only had sex once. And I... And so he wanted us to, like, masturbate for each other on Skype. And I was like, okay, I'll do this. 
But then I realized halfway through that I felt like I was working. Mm-hmm. And because I wasn't really... I wanted to have sex. I didn't yeah. want to masturbate for a screen. Yeah. And... Anyway, so I, I brought it up to him. I was like, if this is what you want, why don't you hire someone? And he was like, ugh, gross. I'm not going to do that. And I was like, okay, you don't get to Skype with me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, it, it was such like a revelation to me because, you know, this is just one individual. But um, I think that um, I think that a lot of the times that women are expected to be ready to perform that sexual labor for free and that emotional labor for free. Um, and just sort of, like, be sort of stuck back into someone else's fantasy, which is which gets back to this, like, sexting, you know, like, my face is going to be in it because this is about me too. Right. And, like, sexting stops if you just keep throwing me curveballs that are not clearly intuiting. Like, no. Like, the like again, like, I keep referring back to this one guy who kept... Like, we had never had anal sex. I never did have anal sex with him, but kept bringing up Mm. anal sex and sexting. And then I would steer it back to, like, why would we, like, the, the, like, logic, like, the leap in, like, this is what I'm doing to my body. Like, it's clearly, like, preparation for, like, vaginal intercourse because, like, you've had vaginal intercourse with me. Like, you know that this is what I do beforehand. Like, we're kind of recreating it analog style. <laughs> like, and then it would be like, no, but actually this. And, like, would try to sort of, like you said, like, to sort of, like, goad out of me, like, the thing that he wanted um, rather than, like, having an experience with me, which, again, also happens when, you know, IRL partners are just, you know, clearly getting off using your body like as the well, sort of like, like anyone will do yeah um and that that is you know that lacking reciprocity and lacking intuition and lacking empathy uh makes for bad sexting it makes for bad sex it makes for bad people um, that are just like you know if if they have your images like you can bid them farewell and like you know be grateful to have found out but like no one like there are too many people in the world who are gonna like love sexting with you and love like you know instead of sexting at you Mm. (laughs) that you know need to that deserve you more than anyone who is bad at sexting and bad at sex and bad at like acknowledging you as the agent rather than the sort of acted upon and then oh. that's what sex sexting images for me really ma- that's why it matters to me and that's why that's why i do it in addition to all of those sort of sexy salacious reasons <laughs> do you i have one more question for you do you think in our lifetime we will see artificial intelligence uh sexting services yes absolutely um i think i mean i don't know how far AI is in terms of... No one does. Like, but, like, I feel like it's going to be one of those things where it's, like, it's going to be... Have you seen Ex Machina? Oh, yes. Like, I really think it's going to be, like, they're going to make... Like, it's already in the works. It's already more perfect than we can imagine, but they're making it even more perfect, and they're going to unleash it on the world. And it's going to be, uh, you know, a mind fuck as well as a real fuck. Um, but that 
the, I mean, like, it's been a joke since the internet was born. Like, oh, this thing was made to create pornography. Like, so much of our technology well, is, like, the old, printing press. It's, like, all for the purpose yeah. of getting people off, um, which is an important tool. And that so much of, so much, I believe, uh, good could come from artificial intelligence being made capable of, you know, arousal and responsiveness and, like, all of these things. But again, it also, like, there's a dystopian horrible version of that, too. Um, I don't, I, I would like to be, I like to think of them as, like, uh, as, like, potential sort of surrogates and, 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 and problem solvers and mm. not, like, replacements. That's brilliant. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I, the way I feel about it is that the these these people that that we've been talking about the specific people and the hypothetical people who um who who want to sext at you not with you like i want them to be sexting with robots <laughs> like i want them to be having sex with robots like please cuz like the robot doesn't care unless the robot does uh, that's the dystopian <laughs> question right um uh, but the and then yeah, and then I, then I guess there's like another class of people who could learn how to better connect with real people through the training of working with artificial intelligence. Yeah, so yeah, and uh, that's sort of how I would hope it would. I mean, again, like I I think there's there's so many like great things that are sort of happening in this sort of conversation about like well, like, are men going to never talk to women again? <laughs> like, if they have these sex robots um, are, you know, in, like, the, these sort of, like, panicked visions of what it could be. But I think that, like, there are going to be, you know, very, um, you know, there are going to be, be people who are like, what's the worst thing we can do with this? <laughs> and then there's also going to be people who are like, oh, we could also be, like, helpful and useful and like make human relationships better instead of worse by you know giving humans a way of interacting that is not as harmful but again i i I worry about the robots too the way i worry about everybody i mean according to ex machina they're gonna be just fine (laughs) spoiler alert okay okay spoiler alert um anyway (laughs) do you think that's a feminist movie Oh my god! Uh, I feel like um, that's like uh, like is it feminist? Is like the sort of like like it's like a trap. Like, it is. It is. Where I like Just like a robot. I have set a trap for you. <laughs> where I'm like, is it feminist if it's not a human woman? Is yeah. it a human woman? Like, is there, like, what, where, how far does feminism go? What's the, you know, like, all of these things get, like, I think that it, like, uh, I feel like whenever something asks, like, is it feminist as an adjective, like, it's like, is it, like, an ingredient to a feminist conversation? Yes. Mm, mm. Um, is it a... Oscar oh, Isaac's oh. arms in that movie are definitely an ingredient <laughs> for a feminist conversation. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that's a good, that's a, that's a good, I'm gonna, I'm gonna steal it. Go for it. Yeah. We have record of it being mine. That's true. <laughs> I'm invoking the Digital Millennium Copyright Act. Never oh, goes. Man. I love that it's, 
millennium. Like, for it's like poor millennials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, like so much charming stuff that happened in 2000 is so dated now. But, uh, so true. So uh, true. Yeah, the DMCA. It's really helpful and really not helpful in a lot of ways, too. But anyway, we don't necessarily want to talk about copyrights. I mean, why not? <laughs> um, but ownership and, like, you know, th- there is, like, some legal acknowledgement of, like, how these things are changing is good if it's, even if it's slow, even if it's not the right response. Like, it takes forever for laws to be created and no for shit. laws to, like, under, you know, like, working with these, like, you know, with this kind of material and, like, images and digital and computers and the internet. Like, it's remarkable that, like, the law, like, it, I mean, it's remarkable how archaic the law is about all of these things, like, in terms of the, the laws that exist and the way the legal system treats these things as if they're, like, new. Yeah. Um, it's like, come on, guys, we've had this internet thing for, like, a couple decades now. Like, it's yeah, wild. Yeah, but we're all, we're all, I mean, that brings it back to sexting because, I mean, the way that we sext is also like us like wading around in the waters of the internet and like figuring out how how it can be used and then people are trying to judge it and regulate it and figure yeah. it out based on but that nobody's going to know until yeah actually when, when we have like run a, the program yeah and when we like have like a for further away view of it like I think of like a lot of people like sexting for the first time the way I think about like really early YouTube mm. and people being like oh my gosh I can be a you know internet sensation like <laughs> being on YouTube and like it's like you know the earliest viral videos were like way less quality and like just sort of silly yeah um because people were just sort of like figuring out what they're doing and I'm like I like to think of like people who are just coming to sexting it's like they're just getting their feet in the water we're just learning how we can use this thing like we are at like ultra rudimentary versions of this and we're gonna figure it out and we're gonna like have like emerging stars I would like to be an emerging star. I was, I very jokingly told friends, I was like, if I put on a seminar of like how to take a good selfie and like had friends to my house and like taught you which apps to use and which angles to use for certain body parts, like depending on this, would you take it? My friends were like, LOL, yes, because it was like on Twitter, but then they were like, (laughs) no, really, like will you put a seminar on? So maybe that's how I'll make my, my next. Well, we should, we should talk. (laughs) We should talk because uh yeah that's what that's what i've i've been doing that so oh that's exciting so you have a you have a market cornered yeah but i mean uh there's always uh because people want to know there's plenty of room at the top there's plenty of room at the top for all of us excellent yeah and like you were saying you see other people's work and you're like i never realized that you know so um so yeah well we'll talk all right. On that note, um, I want to let you get back to your deadline. Right. And um, uh, but thank you so much for yeah, it was my it was my pleasure. Sweet. <laughs> um, so uh, say your URL again. Oh, alanakm.com. That's a l a n a k m dot com. And your Twitter handle? Alana Massey. A l a n a m a s s e y. And your book is called All the Lives I Want? Yes, it is. And it's coming out in 2017? Yes, it is. And in the meantime, what are, is there anything that you want to plug that you're working on? Um, people can really find everything I do, for better or worse, on Twitter. Cool. <laughs> in cool. terms of writing, thinking, talking, taking pictures of myself. PG for the most part. Uh-huh. But, like, I throw an occasional thing in there. Great. That, uh... 
that's on, you know, all over the, it's on the internet, so uh, people will find it. So you just hit that <laughs> details button. <laughs> exactly. Cool. Well, thank thank you. you for having me. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks for listening to episode 37. Follow at Tina Horns Ass on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe on Acast, iTunes, Stitcher, etc. And take a few seconds to write a review. Think of it as sexting me in public. Visit wirepeopleintothat.com to subscribe to our newsletter and listen to our entire archive. We are a proud part of the Horcast Network. Visit thehorcast.com to find out more. As ever, Why Are People Into That is produced and hosted by yours truly, Tina Horn. Our theme song is by Pine from Oakland, California. Our website was designed by Justin Levesque. And this project is now sponsored by my generous and photogenic patrons. Join our exclusive chat room at patreon.com slash Tina Horn. This episode, like all of my work about sex, is for Prince. Pour one out for him, if you know what I mean. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.